Hello and welcome to this weekly ISIS Energy podcast. My name is Ben Samuel. I'm the Deputy Editor of European Spot Gas Markets. With me is Senior Reporter Jake Horslin. Uh, we're going to be talking a little bit today about US LNG and possible ob- arbitrage opportunities uh, from the US to Europe. Um, let's just kick things off a little bit, Jake. Um, obviously, a lot has been made about um, the, the US LNG export capacity and sort of, you know, potentially uh, them sending quite a lot of cargoes to Europe. It hasn't really materialized so far, has it? Um, would you like to uh, tell us a little bit more about that? Yeah, sure. Um, so, like you say, US LNG export capacity is beginning to build um, in the last couple of years. Um, and like you say, not a huge amount of it has come to Europe. We have seen some cargoes come to Europe, mostly to southern Europe, uh, places like Spain, Portugal, uh, Turkey and Italy. Um, but we haven't seen too many cargoes come to northwest Europe, which is where the most liquid hubs are. So we've seen one cargo come into Britain and one to the Netherlands so far. And how come they've been going to, uh, to, to southern Europe more rather than the northwest? Well, that part of the continent is a little bit less well interconnected compared to the north. Um, and a lot of the cargoes, we saw about 12 cargoes come to southern Europe during the last winter when there were bottlenecks in France and, and quite high winter, uh, winter demand. So there was a price incentive when we saw TRS and AOC or, or now PVB prices uh, rising. So there was a bit more of a price incentive to attract LNG to that part of the continent. Okay, I see. And um, you've been uh, crunching the numbers a little bit and looking ahead to this winter. Um, uh, f- from what I gather, there is a slightly more chance that we'll see a bit of US LNG heading towards Northwest Europe. Um, do you want to tell us a little bit more about the, uh, the spread opportunities there? Yeah, sure. So it's it's definitely a possibility. I wouldn't say it's a particularly there's a particularly high likelihood yet. It's uh, difficult to say at this stage. But what we have seen through the third quarter is TTF um, spreads for winter delivery. Um, increasing to the Henry Hub. So the TTF premium has increased a little bit. So uh, Q4 delivery, as one example, um, was up at around $2.70 MMBTU premium to the Henry Hub, uh, which is greater than it was this time last year when it was more like $2. Um, So just just on this basis and the fact that it's rising through the quarter suggests that there could be more chance. However, it's going to be dependent on a lot of other factors as well. Okay, do you want to uh, tell us a little bit more about this? Yeah, so um, one, well, a, a key um, point, a key, a key factor is going to be what happens in Asia and the Middle East, because typically Asia holds a price premium to Europe, and if it holds a significant premium in the winter, as it did at times last year, it's going to continue to attract a lot of the flexible LNG that's available, which will include US LNG cargoes. So last year we saw 31 out of 61 US LNG cargoes exported during the winter go to Middle Eastern or Asian um, destinations. And as I mentioned earlier, only 12 to Europe, and they were all to Southern Europe. Okay, I see. Um, we've spoken a little bit about the, uh, the the Q4 spread there. Um, traditionally, obviously, Q1 is the highest demand and, and kind of highest price quarter in Europe. Um, you know, are there any... Are there any factors that can maybe, um, you know, lead the, uh, the Q1 spread a little bit higher and perhaps uh, we'll, we'll see some cargoes coming to Europe? Yeah, that's right. So as you mentioned, the Q1 is the peak, deli- uh, peak, peak winter demand period. So it does tend to command a premium to the Q4. But what we've seen through the third quarter is that spread tighten a little bit. So it's come in from about 60 euro cents to 30 euro cents across the, across the quarter. Um, so there is there does appear to be a little bit of a... Um, um, risk premium being priced into the Q4. Um, and what we've seen in, uh, with respect to the TTF spread to the Henry Hub is that the Q4 spread is wider than the Q1 spread, 
which would suggest that at the moment it looks like if any US LNG is going to come, it could be more likely to come sooner in the winter than later. Um, however, these US cargoes are priced off the Henry Hub front month, so a lot will obviously depend on what's going on in the winter itself. Okay, I see. And we know that obviously, um, you know, prices for, for winter delivery can be quite volatile, uh, particularly if it gets cold. Um, and there's a couple of other sort of infrastructure related things um, that might lead to some, some more upside on prices at the TTF um, kind of later on in the year. Do you want to tell us a little bit about those? Yeah, so it's it's yeah quite speculative at the moment because a lot can change in the winter. But there are a couple of big risk factors to watch out for. Uh, the rough storage issue is obviously one of them because that means that the UK is at risk of having uh, undersupply during the winter, during the peak demand uh, period. Um, and that could provide an opportunity for some new suppliers to come in there, possibly LNG, possibly uh, from European storage. The second factor is the reduced Groningen production in the Netherlands. So we've got a 24 BCM cap for the current gas year, gas year 2016, but that's going to drop to 21.6 BCM um, from October for gas year 2017. So that's a further supply constraint in the Netherlands, which again could lead to um, what well, could, could mean that there's additional supply needed. Yeah, I see. And um, on a kind of more general note, um, you, you know, obviously we hear a lot about uh, US LNG export potential in the mainstream media. Um, but, but of course, you know, the big suppliers are, are still Russia, uh, Norway, and then I, I guess to a lesser extent Qatar. Um, I mean, I suppose, you know, looking at those traditional suppliers, you know, is, is there any chance of a US LNG making a, making a dent in any of those um, kind of market shares? I think, you know, particularly Qatar is obviously the interesting one as the sort of main supplier of LNG to Europe. I mean, at the moment, it looks like US LNG is not going to be able to make a huge dent in the market share that Russia and Norway has. Um, it's basically a question of economics and it's going to be about price competition and USLNG doesn't appear to be in a position at the moment to be able to compete with these traditional pipeline suppliers to Europe. Um, it's worth noting that these price spreads, while they might be increasing to $2.70 or whatever they are at the moment, they're, no, they're still not sufficient to cover the full cost of delivering a US cargo to Europe. So even if, um, so, so I mean, not that that necessarily will matter if some of the companies involved consider costs like transportation or the uh, LNG tolling element of these contracts to be sunk. So that's one one thing to bear in mind. But then that aside, it's all going to be very highly dependent, again, on what's going on in different parts of the world. If they can get a better price on a net back basis to, uh, to Asia, then that's the, where they're going to flow. Um, Europe is not going to be a particularly competitive destination in a global context. Um, yeah. Okay, thanks very much for that, Jake. Um, you've been listening to this ISIS Energy podcast. Uh, head to isis.com for more energy updates. Thanks very much. <laughs>